Welcome to Celebrate Cultivate, a podcast about celebrating the good in life and cultivating more of what you want. I'm your host, Kayleen Elise. My intention is to offer deep breaths and ideas for appreciating the magic in everyday life. I'm here to help you listen to your intuition, trust your inner wisdom, and act with inspiration. Let's get to it. Hello, and welcome back to Celebrate Cultivate. Today, we are talking about reading and rituals for reading, resources for reading, the books I've read so far this year. And this will be a a fun episode, just something that hopefully will inspire a bit more reading for you if that is of interest, or just give you some ideas for your next read if you're already somebody who has a really strong connection to reading on an ongoing basis. So I've done a few podcast episodes on reading in the past, and I'll include those in the show notes from today's episode if you want to go back to the archives. But reading is something that I have always loved, but not always made a priority. Like as a kid, I love, love, love to read. And then probably, you know, like most people, when I was in school, sometimes I liked the reading that I was assigned and sometimes I really didn't. But as an adult over the last, goodness, I don't know, 15 years, reading has been something that is a hobby, a resource, a teacher, a guide. You know, there's just so much that reading can offer. And in my life right now, it's something that I've made more of a priority because I want to be connected to things other than TV and Instagram, (laughs) to be honest. And also just reading is a soothing activity. It's something that really feels good to me when I'm reading. And also I just think that it's good for my brain to rest, but also be active, if that makes any sense. Um, So at the beginning of this year, I really hadn't been reading much at all. And I had posted on Instagram, (laughs) of course, that I wanted to read more, that I was going to make it a point to read more. And that's one of the bonuses of being active on social media is when you can utilize that like public accountability. Not that anyone ever would hold me to it, but just stating that I want to read more and that I'm going to share a podcast episode about the books I read, that alone is motivating to me and helps inspire me to read more. So making that proclamation definitely lit a fire within me to refocus on reading. And some of the ways that I got into reading more than I was before, which was almost nothing, (laughs) was a few things that I'm going to share today that you can try on, try out, see what resonates, run with it. If something sounds like, hmm, okay, cool, you know, don't go for that. Go for what feels good and easy, exciting, and accessible. 
But one of the first things that I did was just add reading into my daily rituals. So for me, that includes reading before bed with my morning coffee instead of an afternoon scroll. That's not every day, but on occasion. And definitely prioritizing audiobooks for long walks. So I still listen to podcasts here and there. And of course, if you're listening to this, I know you listen to podcasts too. But from time to time, I'll kind of focus on an audiobook, get through it, and then catch up on my podcast or listen to podcasts when I'm in the car or on a short walk. But if I'm going for a longer walk, then I'll listen to an audiobook, which for me, I definitely count listening to audiobooks as reading. Like you're consuming books in a way that is good and accessible for you. That absolutely counts. I know sometimes people are like, oh, well, I never read, but I listen to audiobooks all the time. Still counts. <laughs> I say it counts, and I'm giving you permission to let it count for you as well. Another thing that you can try to change up if you want to get into reading more is focusing on a different kind of book. Like, for example, if you only read nonfiction, or you only read memoir, or you only ever read self-help books, Pick up some fiction or read something totally different than what you're normally accustomed to reading. That will help kind of keep things fresh. And there is absolutely nothing wrong with reaching for a book that feels easy and good to read. That in itself will kind of get you back into a rhythm and give you a quick win, let you feel good about reading again. So that's always something that if I'm in a rut or I haven't felt inspired to finish a book or whatever the case may be, switching it up, finding something that feels light and fresh and fun, or if I'm looking for something like deeper, whatever the case may be, just giving myself permission to not finish what I have started, but instead to switch gears can really help. Another ritual that you can try is to pair your reading with location. So like I mentioned, I like to read in bed before I go to sleep at night. That's a location that feels good and cozy for me to read. I also really like reading in the corner of my couch with a hot cup of coffee in the morning. That place feels good and supportive and cozy for me. I also really love reading in the bathtub. So this pregnancy, I, especially towards the end of pregnancy, even when it's in the middle of summer, I do like to get into the bath quite a bit. And so that is a place that I try my best not to bring my phone and just really like put on some relaxing music, light a candle and bring a good book. That just is such a restorative, restful thing for me to do. One more that I really enjoy, which may or may not work for you, but my kids love to watch like a TV show right before breakfast is usually the time when we watch a show or right before dinner. So like if my husband's cooking or if dinner's already prepared or whatever the case may be, 
that's a time when they're watching something that I'm not really interested in. And I could pick up my phone and scroll Instagram, which I definitely do sometimes. But other times I love to read in that time pocket as well. And it's like, you know, 15, 20 minutes. It's not a huge commitment, but if you read in small chunks of time, it can build up over time and you'll make great progress and you'll finish your books. Another thing to try is to have more than one book going at a time. So a good example is right now I am listening to an audiobook called Cassandra Speaks, When Women Are the Storytellers, The Human Story Changes by Elizabeth Lesser. And I am loving this audiobook so, so much. It is wonderful. Um, I also have Seven Days in June by Tia Williams on my Kindle. And again, I am also equally obsessed with this book. It's a delight. And if you haven't picked it up yet, but you've seen it kind of like pop up here or there, definitely worth checking out. I am enjoying it so much. And then I also have a hard copy book that I always have kind of going as well. And I was reading How to Read the Akashic Records by Linda Howe. I started that like in March or April and I cannot find it. (laughs) So I'm taking that as a note from the universe that in misplacing that book, Maybe it's time to put it on a pause for now. I'm not sure. I was pretty close to finishing it and I just don't know where it is. So I'm waiting for it to reappear. But I have plenty, plenty, plenty of other hard copy books that I can pick up when I feel inspired. But for now, I'm so into seven days in June that I want to finish it before I start another book that I'll be reading in my hands. Another thing that you can try is to set a goal for your reading, either by the year or by the quarter, by the month, or even by the week. And we have a new moon coming up this Sunday, August 8th, if you're listening to this episode in real time. And the new moon is a wonderful opportunity to set new goals or try new things. So it could just be that you set the intention to read more, or it could be that you want to finish a book a week. That's kind of an aggressive goal, but it's definitely achievable depending on how much time you're willing to give to reading. Or you could just say, I want to read X number of books in the next year. I typically set a number of books per year goal, but I also do not grip tightly to that goal at all. Like it's a fun thing to shoot for, but if for whatever reason I am nowhere near it, I do not beat myself up about it at all. I give myself permission to quit books that I'm not enjoying or to just let them simmer. Sometimes it takes me a really long time to get through a book. And other times I fly through them. I really just try not to read into that too much and really look at reading as a source of enrichment, enjoyment, encouragement, support, like whatever I'm needing, I can find in reading. Not like whatever I'm needing, but you know, there's a lot that you can get from books. Books are so, so magical. And with that, you know, one of the other great aspects of reading is just sharing what you're reading and asking others what they are reading. And in those conversations, you can get inspired to read a little bit more. It's just when you talk about a book that you're really into, you can share that excitement and energy 
And then it's so fun to talk to other people about books that you really enjoyed and then hear what they think and compare and contrast your notes or whatever. Like, what are you going to do based on what that story gave you? It's just a very fun thing to do. And I mean, that's why people love book clubs and all of that, but those can be a lot of work and hard to kind of filter into your everyday life. So if you just are able to talk about books a little bit more, you can have like mini book clubs here and there. Okay, so now I wanna run through a few of my favorite apps and resources for reading more. The first one is Goodreads, and I have been using Goodreads for a long time to keep track of the books I'm reading, the ones that I want to read, to share reviews, and also to get ideas on what to read next. So you can find me on Goodreads and I'll link to my profile in the show notes. It's a fun place to be, honestly. I really like it. I don't spend like a ton of time on Goodreads, but whenever I do, I feel like really happy that I was there because I have a handful of friends on Goodreads whose reviews I really like always pay attention to whenever they have a five-star read that they enjoy. I know it's worth me checking out, and it's also a great place to keep track of the books that I've read each year. And I do really enjoy talking about the books that I've read, like I mentioned. So after I finish reading a book, I make it a priority to leave a rating and a review. And once I've written that review, to varying levels of success. I have also like copy and pasted that review over to Amazon or over to Audible. Those are like the places where authors need reviews the most, I think, or even, you know, in a blog post or here on the podcast. So from time to time, I'll do that. And I just really love sharing what I've read. So Goodreads is a great place for me to kind of keep that in real time. That way, if I want to do some sort of recap, it's all there for me. The next place is bookshop.org. And I have my own shop on bookshop.org that I will link to in the show notes. Or you can just go to bookshop.org forward slash shop forward slash Kayleen Elise. This is a website that allows you to support a local bookstore while you're purchasing hard copies of books. And I made the switch from Amazon to Bookshop. I'm not sure when, but realistically, I think it was mostly because I wasn't that thrilled with the condition of some of the books that I had received from Amazon, which I thought was so crazy because Amazon literally started out as a book seller, right? Like I was like, hold on a second. Why are my books being bent or, you know, bonked around with all of my other random Amazon purchases? And bookshop.org kind of came across my radar and I really would prefer to support a local bookstore. So that is just my go-to place now whenever I need to or want to buy a new book. So where do I get my audiobooks? I get my audiobooks at libro.fm and they also make it possible to support a local bookstore of your choice. So you can definitely do Audible, of course, but Libro.fm is my go-to place. I love it. I made the switch when I had used up all of my Audible credits, and it was just very smooth, easy, 
Don't miss Audible at all. Love, Libro FM. Finally, I am obsessed with the Libby app. That's where I get all of my library books on my Kindle. And the way I decide what to get as a library book and what to buy is really just based on what I either want to have in my library forever ish, (laughs) or what I want to buy and have in my hands. And oftentimes what I'll do is just have a lot of fiction books on hold. I don't tend to reread fiction. And so I'll most of the time read my fiction books on my Kindle with the Libby app. So I want to share some of the books that I've read this year with you. And I'm going to start with the audiobooks because those are the ones that... I don't know. I've just been so excited about, I mean, all books are good, but I really think that listening to audiobooks makes reading more accessible if it's something that you've kind of fallen out of favor with. And I just love listening to my books. So I read Breath by James Nestor this year. That was my first audiobook of the year, and it was so, 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 so good. I think I had seen Elizabeth Gilbert mention it on Instagram, and I had seen it before, and finally was just like, okay, well, if Liz Gilbert says it's good, I'm going to check it out. And it is all about breathing and breath. And as I'm recording this, I am kind of out of breath because I'm 34 weeks pregnant, and it's just... Hard to get those deep breaths in, but his book really made, just opened my eyes to the magic and mystery and wonder and health benefits and all of it around breathing. And he has a very investigative journalism kind of approach to the book, which I thought was a, made it a really easy, fast, fun listen. And then, of course, I did end up buying the hard copy because I wanted to have that book in my library. So there is a theme with the audiobooks I listen to. Oftentimes, I end up buying the book. But that's fine. I mean, that just supports the author and books in general. So I think it's it's an okay practice if that's something you find yourself doing. You have permission, again, from me if you need it to listen to your books and read them. It's all good. Next up, I listened to The Surrender Experiment by Michael Singer. Also completely loved that book. It was so inspiring. I was going for walks just so I could listen to it. And if you haven't come across The Surrender Experiment, or maybe if you have and you've been meaning to pick it up or listen to it, here's your little sign from the universe because It really opened my eyes to just the flow of the universe, the magic of the universe, what could be if you just say yes, and um, kind of has, I mean, it's not the same as Shonda Rhimes' Year of Yes, but kind of has a similar flavor in terms of just going with what comes to you and being fearless, abandoning the mind's concerns, and really just trusting the flow of things that come to you. So a really good book if you're interested in manifestation, in allowing, and surrender, any of those topics. It's a delight. Next up is 
Chatter by Ethan Cross. And I came across this book through a Goop interview that I listened to on her podcast. And it's all about the voice in our head and the inner voice is what he refers to it as. So I had to listen to that podcast episode because it was all about the inner voice. And I was like, what is this? And it's different than the way I refer to the inner voice. It isn't specifically about intuition, but it is about the thoughts in our heads and that track that runs in our minds. And Ethan Cross takes a very like scientific, he's a professor kind of approach, and it's a different look at the chatter of our minds, but really worthwhile if encountering your thoughts, approaching your thoughts, utilizing your thoughts in your mind is something you're interested in. It's a good one. So those were three books by guys. And now I'm going to give you three books by women. And the first one is by a pair of sisters. Emily and Amelia Nagasaki wrote this book called Burnout. They also read the audiobook chapter by chapter. I think they switch back and forth and they're twin sisters. So sometimes I had a hard time keeping track of which sister was saying what, but it doesn't matter because the book is amazing. It's the secret to unlocking the stress cycle of your life. And so it has all of this data and facts, but also stories wrapped up in a way that makes it really easy to understand, listen to, and digest why stress happens, what it means, how we can let it process through our bodies, and the ways that we can support ourselves so that we don't burn out. So if you feel like you've hit a wall with COVID or anything else in your life right now, Burnout is definitely a book to listen to and or read. I This is one where I bought the book. <laughs> so I listened to it and then I also have the book in my library because it just feels like something I need and then I might want to reference later. The next one I read slash listened to was We Should All Be Millionaires by Rachel Rogers. And this is like your go-to hype book for women in business. Rachel Rogers is a rock star. She is just on fire in this book. There's so much data, statistics, information, history, and then full-on inspiration on how to build a business as a woman, how to make an impact, how to build wealth, and why that's so important. So if you're a business owner And even if you're not, it's definitely a worthwhile read just to kind of look at the way society has set things up for us as women, the way the systems are, and then how we can move through them and pass them. And it's it's just very empowering, especially when it comes to business and money. So the audiobook that I most recently finished was The Way of Integrity by Martha Beck. And this is all about finding the path to your true self. And Martha Beck is an original life coach. Like she has been at this game for so, so long. So she's like a grandma of life coaching filled with wisdom. And this book is all about the truth and integrity and authenticity and how to connect to it and uncover it within yourself. And there were parts of this book that were a slower burn for me. And then there were other parts that I was like, oh my gosh, this is so freaking good. So kind of vacillated back and forth, but as a whole, 
or on the whole, it was unbelievable. I love Martha back at the end of this book, the way she wraps it all up and just the inspiration and encouragement that she offers to living in integrity with your truth and who you really are. That is something that we all want, I think, at the deepest level. And I guess I can't say everybody, but I think just as a human, that's something that we crave. And then if you're here listening to this, it's more likely that you're going to crave that. Because I think from working with my clients, talking with friends, doing the group coaching that I do, one of the themes that I see so often is that we want to be ourselves in all of the different areas and facets of our lives. And in some places, it's really easy to be ourselves. And then other places, it just doesn't feel accessible or safe or whatever. And this way of integrity really kind of helps you walk that path. So Martha Beck is amazing. And this is a good book if that is of interest to you. All right. So here up next, I'm going to share with you five of the books that I've actually read, read (laughs) the books I have read, not listened to this year. And two of them I started last year. (laughs) So they were, they took a long time for me to read and that's okay. That's totally okay. I was delighted to have finished them this year. The first one was Three Women by Lisa Taddeo. And this is a book that you might have seen before. A lot of people have mentioned it. At least I've come across that recommendation to read Three Women. It's a very interesting book about women and sexuality. And it just took me a while to get into it. Once I did, it is a very compelling, interesting read, but for some reason, it just took me a long time to finish it, but I really, really enjoyed it, and I'm glad that I did. Then I pivoted and read Friends and Strangers by J. Courtney Sullivan, which is a fiction book, and I flew through it. So this is a perfect example of a quick win. Like, I just loved the storytelling in Friends and Strangers. It was, the characters were enjoyable and I just read it like cover to cover so quickly. Same thing with the next book, The Last Flight by Julie Clark. I read that book in the matter of days. Like I was so into it and I was actually flying while I was reading The Last Flight. So that was kind of cool. I enjoyed it. I thought the story was really interesting, super fun. So if you're looking for some fast fiction reads, those would be at the top of my recommendation list. The other two books that I've read this year, one is by a podcast guest, Chloe Elgar. So I'll link to her interview in the show notes, but her memoir, Revealed by Darkness, is a psychic memoir that she talks all about in the podcast interview. So you should totally listen, but she is a friend, a local to Austin, and a psychic. And it's just such an interesting take on darkness. It is a very interesting, compelling read. I actually got to read it when it was a PDF. (laughs) Like, so that was so cool. Um, She sent it to me before it actually came out, but now it is out and available. So you can buy your own copy and um, support Chloe, but also just soak up the goodness that she offers in that story. And then finally, 
I read This is the Story of a Happy Marriage by Ann Patchett, which is a collection of articles that she's written. It's like part memoir, part literature. It's really, really good. It took me forever to read it, <laughs> like so long, months and months and months and months. But I loved it. So again, like I don't really stick with a book if I'm not loving it, but I'm also very kind and patient with myself if it takes me forever to read something. Elizabeth Gilbert's City of Girls was the same thing. It took me months to read it, but I did love it. So I think sometimes when it takes you a long time to read a book, maybe it's just meant to be in your life for a long period of time. And there's no real need to judge yourself for reading it slow. Like it's not a race. It's not a race. You can savor a book or you can fly through it and savor it too. Either way, it's totally fun and totally allowed. So lastly, You may or may not know this, but I am a book reseller consultant for Us More and Books and More, which is a children's book publishing company. And I became a consultant with UBAM in 2019 because I just loved their books. My little boy, Owen, was a year old, kind of when I started to really get into books. And I had been like buying, buying, buying all these UBAM books for him from another consultant. And she was like, Kayleen, you really should maybe consider joining as a consultant for the discount or to build a business around it, like whatever you want. But, you know, this is something that you obviously have a passion for. So maybe you should check it out. And so slightly reluctantly, I signed on and have really, really enjoyed the discount and also have really, really enjoyed helping others connect with children books that they adore and love reading to the children in their lives. Because there's a lot of questionable children's books out there. And I use that term kind of like questionable in content, questionable in like they're just not entertaining for parents or adults. And I just think there's nothing more adorable and satisfying than seeing a child enjoying a stack of books. And also, if you are the grown-up in a child's life reading to them, it's important that you find joy in what you're reading and the illustrations, the stories, the content in the fiction and nonfiction books, even in the activity books that Us Born Books and More offers are just, I don't, I just think the quality is so high and I adore the book so much. So it's not something I talk about all that often anymore since the focus of my business is intuition coaching and retreats and group coaching and the podcast. But since this episode is about books, I had to mention that if you do have a child in your life and you are looking to refresh the books in your bookshelves or want something new for the season or for a birthday or a holiday, if you're listening to this in another time, or even just for back to school, then you can reach out to me. I have a place on my website where you can request a recommendation list and I can put together based on the child's age and interests or the topics that you want to focus on, a list of books that would be great for you to check out. So that's something that supports me. And it's also something that I just love to do. I recently put together a book list for a friend, mama, client who 
is expecting another baby. And so she wanted some books for the big brother who is going to experience a huge change in his life here very soon. So the links for everything I mentioned in today's episode will be at KayleenElise.com or you can click the link in your podcast app for today's show notes and go directly there. It's all there for you. So you don't have to take notes on anything. You can just click and shop and add the books to your Goodreads profiles, whatever it is that you want to do. And if you enjoyed today's episode, I would love to know it. So take a screenshot of the episode and then share it on social media. Tag me at Kayleen Elise with a note about what you're going to read next or what you're currently reading. And I cannot wait to see it. I hope that you've enjoyed the episode and I'm looking forward to hearing from you. Sending so much love and appreciation your way. Thank you so much for listening. Visit KayleenElise.com for links and notes from today's episode. Connect with me on Instagram. I'm at KayleenElise. Please share this pod with anyone who could use a little extra magic in their everyday life. Stay tuned for the next episode. I'll talk to you then.